Good evening. It is your host, Joshua, with uh, 28 Salvation. And I have another powerful word for you guys. And I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to uh, be able to deliver what uh, the Lord has given me uh, to you guys. And I hope that it would be a blessing. Um, I'm hoping that it would be a blessing to you guys. I'm hoping that all of the listeners, I'm hoping that you guys share the messages that you've heard from this podcast uh, with other people um, just to spread the word of God. That's what we're here for. We're here to spread the word of God because the word of God is good news. Amen. All right. Let's start with a little bit of prayer, a little bit of prayer. Father, we thank you today, O Lord, and we pray that you would Open up the scriptures to us, O oh Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The word that you have prepared today, O oh Father God, I'm praying, O oh Lord, that it would hit good soil, O oh Lord, that that seed would be firmly planted, O oh Lord, that it would be watered, that it would sprout and bloom and, and bear good fruit in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, O oh Lord, if the enemy tries to steal this word from any of these listeners, O oh Lord, we rebuke it now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you, O oh Father God, uh, that you've given some reassurance to these listeners, O oh Father God. You've given them, uh, you've given them confirmation, O oh Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that ears are open, that our hearts are prepared to receive a word from you today, O oh Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray that they would never be the same of, again, O oh Lord. I pray that they would apply the things that they hear. And their life would be forever changed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. Once again, my name is Les Lacart, And uh, I go by the spiritual name Joshua, uh, which uh, the Lord gave me that name uh, years ago. Uh, and this message on 28 Salvation, uh, the title of this message is Faith, Love, and Hope. The title of this message is Faith, Love, and Hope. Okay, so I'm going to kind of dive into these scriptures and I'm going to break down um, faith. I'll break down love. We've been maybe a few months on the subject of love, but we can be on love for eternity uh, with how deep it actually is. Uh, and, and then... Um, one missing, you know, link that we always miss from the entire picture is hope. A lot of people uh, miss that factor. So I'm just going to kind of bring this in and kind of show you guys how all these things correlate. All right. So we're going to start off uh, reading uh, a scripture. Um all right, so the scripture uh, that I am going to start with. Okay, yes, this is out of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And we're going to start at verse 11. I'll give you a little bit of time to get to it. Time up. When I was a child... I talked like a child. 
I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I set aside childish ways. Now we see but a dim reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I'm known, even even as I'm fully known. And now these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. I'm going to repeat that scripture. Um, It will all tie into the whole message. Uh, But I want you guys to listen clearly to the scripture. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. All right. So the next verse is verse 12. Now, we see but a dim reflection as in a mirror. So what they're trying to say is that we don't have that 2020 vision. Um, But we're in year 2020 now, and I'm decreeing. And I'm declaring uh, that uh, our vision's clear now. Our spiritual vision will be clear. Then we will see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain. Faith. Hope and love. But the greatest of all these is love. Okay. So I hope we got that in there. So this is what we're really going to be um, dissecting. This is really what we're going to be looking at. We're going to be looking at these three words. Faith, hope, and love. All right. Uh, And um, I'm going to give one more scripture. Uh. And that is out of Mark. So Mark chapter 4, verses 24. He went on to say, and this is for you guys, pay attention to what you hear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And even more will be added to you. I'm going to repeat that. He went on to say, pay attention to what you hear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you and even more will be added to you. Okay. So that's for you guys. Pay attention to what you hear right now. Uh, We're going to start off with faith. Um, So let's just have a a normal conversation. Um, So. Faith. We'll start off with, uh, you know, the Webster Dictionary of, you know, what uh, the Web, what Webster says faith is. Um, and Webster describes faith as complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Uh, that's, that's a pretty good definition, right? Complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Okay, I can get with that, but let's see what the Bible says. 
faith is. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, now faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Mm. That's deep, right? Okay, so um, I'm going to get a little deep here. So I do a lot of meditation, and um, while I was kind of meditating on this scripture, I, I was speaking to God, and I was asking him, you know, uh, about faith and all of this, and um, he, told, he said to me something that um, kind of blew my mind, and I, I definitely want to share this with you guys. Uh, so he said that um, faith is a measurement system. He said faith is a measurement system. And then, I, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, I couldn't really get it. He says faith measures how close you are to God. Faith measures how close you are to the Father. All right. And then I asked him to uh, try to explain it a little more. And he says, just as currency measures how wealthy you are in the natural, faith measures how wealthy you are in the heavenly realm. I'm going to repeat that. Just as currency measures how wealthy you are in the natural, faith measures how wealthy you are in the heavenly realm. Okay? If you don't believe me, we can uh, um, we can tackle some scriptures with it. It's uh, um, uh, with, uh, We'll go to James 2, verses 5. James 2, verses 5. It says, Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, have not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith, to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised to all who love him? Let me repeat that for you guys. Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom that he has promised to those who love him. Okay, so that shows you uh, uh, he there, 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 there's a richness, there's a wealth that comes with faith. And then I'm going to also give you um, Matthew 6. As, uh, and Matthew 6 verses... 19 through 21. And this is a very common scripture, uh, but this is will tie into this. This will tie into everything that God confirmed with me. So it says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven. Where moths and vermins do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, 
there your heart will be also. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Okay, so um, faith is a measuring system, and uh, uh, it measures spiritual currency. True spiritual currency, faith, can be used. I want you guys to listen to this. True spiritual currency can be used in earth and in heaven. True spiritual currency can be used in earth and in heaven. Okay? All right. There's been so many different times that uh, Jesus uh, uh, said to different individuals in the Bible, your faith has healed you. Or he said something uh, around the lines of, according to your faith, let it be done to you. So faith has healed many people which could not be purchased by money. So the spiritual currency, faith, has purchased. Uh, so I just showed you how, how faith purchased something that money can't purchase, healing. So many uh, rich people uh, die so many billionaires die and they can't do nothing about it. How about, uh, you know, Steve Jobs? How about Steve Jobs? One of the richest people uh, in the world, uh, but he couldn't stop his demise. He couldn't stop his demise. But if he, he, he had all the money, he had all the money, all the monetary gain. No faith. Faith brings healing. Faith brings healing. Faith brings healing. All right, let's uh, move along. All right, and faith can also provide monetary gains. You know, um, uh, just like faith provided monetary gains for, for, for Jesus when he needed to pay taxes, uh, uh, and he told Peter to retrieve it out that mouth of a fish. Um, just some backstory. Just some backstory. Um, Jesus had to pay taxes. He had to um, pay the people at the temple. Uh, and... Um, they were trying to kind of get him all tied up and and not paying. Uh, so, uh, you know, they tried to get him in so many different tricks, so many different um, snares of uh, asking him, oh, should he pay taxes? Should they pay taxes? And he looked at the denarius and says, oh, whose face is on this denarius? And then, uh, you know, they said Caesar's. And he said, oh, yeah, well, you know, give to God what is God and give to Caesar what is Caesar's. So that was, a you know, a really great uh, way of doing it. Uh, but then he told Peter, he told Peter to go uh, and to cast his rod. And the first fish that he caught, to open his mouth and take a denarius out there to pay their um, to pay their debts. Uh, so 
what this shows you right now is this is basically showing you um, and showing us that faith it's showing us that faith can provide for you on both sides in earth as it is in heaven faith can provide for you on both sides in earth as it is in heaven okay so faith also measures you know uh how close you are to the father that's why it's impossible to please god without faith it's impossible to please god without faith you know hebrew 11 6 says uh without faith it's impossible to please god because anyone who comes to him must believe that he first exists and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. All right. So I think we have this faith thing down right now. So um, let's go on to love. Let's go on to love. And we've been on love for me maybe two weeks now. Um, I've given you uh, countless lessons on love. So uh, let's jump into it. So. The Webster Dictionary, um, it states that love, the definition is an, a, an intense feeling of deep affection, an intense feeling of deep affection, which I completely disagree with that definition of love because it can completely contradicts the definition of love that God gave to me and God gives to us. Uh, uh, because as we spoke about it last week, uh, not last week, last month, um, one of the things that we did find out was is love is not a feeling. Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. Love is not a feeling. Um, remember I said, you know, for... God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He gave his only son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. So love was a sacrifice. Love was a sacrifice. Uh, the picture uh, uh, of that love, of, of, of that sacrifice of him being spit on and stabbed and, and all of that for us taking a beating for us. All of that. Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. Love is a sacrifice. Love requires self-evaluation. Some people may go through life with a false uh, uh, perception of love, and uh, they may think that they've been walking in love for all these years. And that may be the furthest from the truth. That may be the furthest from the truth. They may not even know that they they haven't been being loving. Like they, uh, uh, love has to be self evaluated. And if you want to make sure that you're getting this love thing right, you know what I tell. I mean, I tell you to check check your fruit. We remember the love fruits that we had last month. So I'm going to give you some of them again. 
So the love fruits that we have, patience, kindness, generosity, being modest, showing honor, being selfless, not easily angered. Uh, those that forgive and forget, you should forgive and forget because you keep no records of wrong. You should be truthful. Uh, you should be a protector. You should be hopeful and you should persevere. Those are the love fruits. This is, these, these are the fruits of love. These are the fruits of love. So how you measure and love also, I'm going to tell you right now, love measure, loves the measurement system too. The Lord told me uh, love measures how close you are with people. Just like faith measures how close you are with him. Love measures how close you are with people. Love measures how close you are with people. And you can always tell how close you are with people by checking your love fruit. Are you patient with them? If you begin to lose patience, if you begin to lose patience, that means your distance from that person is becoming significantly greater than it was before. Start losing kindness. It's not easy for you to be kind to the person anymore. That's a fair indication that that distance, the measurement is growing further apart from you and the person that you're supposed to be loving. If you're no longer generous, that's another indication that love is fading away. Being modest, that shows love. Showing honor shows love. Being selfless. If you're getting angry with a person easily, you may have to check that because that's not love. You may have to check if, if it's a spouse and you're getting angry with that spouse easily. You may have to check on whether you're walking in love or not. Because that is not a fruit of the spirit. And remember what we said or what we um, what we read last month um, in the last podcast. Uh, we said that, you know, uh, that we need to have good fruit. We need to bear good fruit because we understand that the father, which is God, he is the gardener, and anyone that doesn't bear good fruit, they'll be cut off. He's cutting off those branches. Jesus is the tree, and we are the branches, and we are to bear good fruit. So I told you what the love fruits are. Uh, we need to consistently self-evaluate to make sure that these fruits are on our tree and to make sure that, you know, uh, the, the, the fruit of uh, not getting angry easily didn't turn into the fruit of anger or, or, or the fruit of modestness didn't turn into the, uh, the fruit of pridefulness or, or boastfulness or the fruit of patience didn't turn into the fruit of impatience. Or the fruit of generosity didn't turn into the fruit of stinginess. 
We have to continue to reevaluate ourselves and our fruit to make sure that we're able to be fruitful, that we're able to multiply, and that we're able to, uh, to, to be in the center of God's will. So if any of these fruits are lacking in any of your relationships, you'll feel the strain. You'll feel it. You will feel it. Guarantee. Guarantee. All right. And the next... Um, the next one that we're going to look into is uh, we're, we're looking at the attribute of hope. Hope. And this is what a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of people struggle in this area. Uh, and out of these three things, this is the only thing that is a feeling. Hope is a feeling. Hope measures the depths. It's also a measurement system. So hope measures the depth of your desires. Hope measures the depth of your desires. Uh the Webster Dictionary says um, it's a feeling of expectation and desire uh, for a certain thing to happen. Um, yeah, for a certain thing to happen. But what does the Bible say about hope? What does the Bible say about hope? Well, I believe that we must have hope because God is a God of hope. He says... For I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Plans to give you hope and a future. Uh, and that is out of uh, Jeremiah 29:11. Um, we could even look through uh, Romans um, and we can Romans 15 verse 4. Romans 15 verse 4. For whatever was written in the former days was written for our instruction. That through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures that we may have what? That we may have hope. Through endurance and through encouragement of the scriptures that we may have hope. Hope is something that we have to have because hope measures our deepest desires. It measures our deepest desires. But however, you know, out of these three, faith, love, and hope, hope is often the first to be lost. Hope is always lost. And hope is usually lost because as people, we go through these life disappointments. So we go through these life disappointments. And um, a lot of the times we blame God, even subliminally. But hope is really lost. Hope is lost when faith is put into anything else besides God. Did you get that? Hope is lost when faith is put into anything else 
besides God. Because love, even love, love always hopes. It says that in 1 Corinthians 13, 7. Love always hopes. But if you put your faith, if you put your faith into anything besides God, then hope will be lost. But if you keep your faith in God, then you can keep the hope. All right. I told you guys this was going to be a short-lived lesson. I hope you guys um, got a lot from it. I'm going to conclude with a scripture um, that the Lord gave me. I'm going to conclude with this scripture, and I believe this scripture is out of 1 Peter. I believe so. 1 Peter... First Peter 2, uh, starting at verses 3. Okay. Let me double check that. <laughs> Let me check that. I gave you guys the wrong scripture. I gave you guys the wrong scripture. Give me one second. I will retrieve it for you. And then I'll finish this word up. And I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. Uh, I'm, I hope you guys got something out of it. I know I did. I know it was definitely a blessing to me. So, yeah, second, second Peter 1, verse 3. Okay. And I'm reading from the NIV. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these... He has given us very great and precious promises so that through them we may, we may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, listen guys, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness into goodness knowledge into knowledge self-control into self-control perseverance into perseverance godliness into godliness mutual affection and into mutual affection love for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever 
does not have them is nearsighted and blind. But whoever does not have it is nearsighted and blind. So remember when I started the podcast, when I started uh, this episode, uh, I read some scriptures um, and it, it talked about sight. Uh, talked about we couldn't see as though we were looking through a mirror or something like that. Um, but it talked about sight. And I told you that this year, we're going to have 2020 vision. And this year, we're going to see things clearer. So uh, back to verse 9. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you, O Lord, for giving us that word. I'm praying, O Lord, that um, the word was articulated in a way where those that are listening could understand it. I pray, O Lord, that they would not just hear it, but that they would be those that hear it and apply it. And I'm praying, O Father God, for their life to be different because of it, O Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that uh, they would be uh, men and women that would do self-evaluation. They constantly look to see what fruit is on their tree. I pray, O Lord, that they would walk in faith. They would walk by faith and not by sight. That they'd be closer to the Father. Because we know that uh, without faith, uh, it is impossible to please God. And we we've understand now that, that that faith is a measurement system. That, that, that faith measures how close we are with the Father. And we understand that love measures how close we are with people. And we understand that hope uh, measures how deep our desires are in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I thank you, O Lord, for allowing these listeners to possess these qualities in increasing measure. Because you said, if we, you said, if we possess these things in increasing measure, that we will never stumble. That we will never stumble. So I thank you, O Lord, that you're doing it now, O Lord. I thank you, O Lord. That everyone who listens to this podcast, that they would be blessed, that they would be highly favored, 
that they would be delivered, that they would be set free. Because whoever the Son sets free is free indeed, in Jesus' name. And let the meditation of our heart and the testimony of our mouth be ever so pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. All my listeners, I'm praying for you guys. You guys have a wonderful day, wonderful night, wonderful month. At the end of Black History Month, I'm excited to drop another word next month, and hopefully you guys will tune in. Thank you.